Amen. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hallelujah. We're going to go ahead and get to the word. Amen. Hallelujah. Turn with me in your Bibles. Hallelujah. You have your word of God with you. Amen. Those that are watching, listening this, amen, on the radio or on our website, amen. We're going to be coming to you from Colossians, amen, chapter 3, verses 1 through 9. Our subject today, amen, hallelujah, my, my, my thought today, amen, and really got impressed upon me yesterday. And, and I tell you, I might be speaking to me more than I'm speaking to you. Hallelujah. And that is, are you risen with Christ? Are you risen with Christ? Amen. Hallelujah. Turn with me, amen, to Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 9. Hallelujah. And the word says, If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not the things on the earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. Mortify, therefore, your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanliness, inordinate affection, evil compusias, covetousness, which is adultery. For which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. Verse 7. In the which ye also walked some time when ye lived in them. But now ye also put off all things. Anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Let it go. Amen. Verse 9. Lie not one to another, saying that ye have put off the old man with his deeds. Hallelujah. Are you risen with Christ? The Apostle Paul, amen, in writing this letter, amen, this epistle to the church in Colossians, amen, amen, he was admonishing the church. He was admonishing them that have already said that I am a Christian, that I have received Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior. He was warning the church, amen, about the dominion in Christ and the destructive works that the flesh has. See, this really has to do with where our focus is, amen? This really has to do with, amen, what our, what our thought process is about who we are or who we say we are in this life. We must never present our body to sin. That's what Paul was saying here. He says, I'm just laying out some foundation right now. He, he, he's saying here, amen, because you have said that Jesus Christ is your Lord and your Savior, amen. There's some things that you ought not be doing, okay? There's some things you ought not be saying. There's some things, amen, you ought not be watching in places you ought not be going, amen, because you said, I said that I am a child of the king. Mm -hmm. We must never present our body to sin or let it rain on our body, but we must reckon ourselves dead. Mm -hmm. In other words, we should have as little desire, amen, as, as little, amen, uh, 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 want to 
of the improper pleasures in this world is a dead person. Come on, somebody. We as Christians, we must understand, realize that our real home isn't here. Our real home is not on this planet. Our real home is not on this earth, amen. Our real home, amen, is not the United States of America, amen. We're both wayfarers, amen. We're foreigners traveling in this land, hallelujah. But amen, our real home is wherever Christ lives, amen. And when we realize this truth, it provides a different perspective of who we are and how we live on this earth. And so my question to you again, amen, are you risen with Christ? The first thing, amen, hallelujah, Paul says in verse 1, Colossians 3, he says, if ye then, he said, now if you really are risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Seek those things which are Above, my God, since you've been risen to a new life in Christ, old things have passed away, all things have become new. He says, amen, because, amen, you have been risen with Christ. Seek those things which are above, hallelujah. In other words, amen, don't seek the things of the world, hallelujah. Get your eyesight, get your desires, amen, on the things of God. He said, where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things on earth. Hallelujah. In other words, amen, because I've risen with Christ, uh, my mind shouldn't be so consumed and so uh, uh, caught up in amen, what the world says is right or wrong. My mind, my desire should not be so caught up, amen, in what the world says the right way to do things how I should think about things and how I should live about things I shouldn't, shouldn't I say, amen. My only thought, my only process is what has God said about it? If I've been risen with Christ, then I should be seeking those things that set your eyes on the things of heaven. A heart's eye, amen. And not just to say, amen. Set those things, amen, toward heaven. My God. Philippians 4, 8 through 9 says, and now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true, what is honorable, what is right, pure, lovely, and admirable. Think about those things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me, everything you know from me and saw me doing. Then the God of peace will be with you. So Paul is Amen. Telling Colossians the same thing he told the church in Philippi. Amen. Fix your thoughts on what is true, honorable, right, pure, lovely, and admirable. In other words, get your stinking thinking out the way, amen, and put your thoughts on the things of God. Romans 8, 5, and 6 says, those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things. Come on now. Hello. Been there, done that. Hallelujah. Those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things. Romans 8, 5, and 6. But those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about the things that please the Spirit. So letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death. But letting the Spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. Set your eyes on the things above. 
Hallelujah. Not my will. Thy will be done. This call is about having a heavenly mindset, not an earthly mindset. This call, amen, says that the Christian, the believer, amen, those that say that we're ecclesia, the called out ones, this, this, this mindset, amen, hallelujah, is for those, amen, that are holy and worthy, amen, of the kingdom. But when we do this thing, it, it, it assures a good ending in the Christian race. It ensures a good ending in the Christian race. Paul didn't say you had to be first. He said finish. When you're in a race, the world says you want to be first, and, and, and being first is okay. But the word says those that are the first going to be last, and those that are last going to be first. Amen. And so it ain't about finishing first, but it's about finishing. So those that finish, amen, with this heavenly mindset, hallelujah, we're going to finish a good race. Paul went on to say in Colossians 3, he said, For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. Verse 4, when Christ, who is your life, shall appear, then shall you also appear with him in glory. Dead and hid in Christ. Dead and hid in Christ. Galatians 2.20 says, May my old self has been crucified with Christ. It no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God. Hallelujah. It says, amen, I live in the earthly body by trusting in the Son of God who loves me and gave himself for me. Second Timothy says, hallelujah, two, two, Second Timothy 2, 11 through 13 says, this is a trustworthy saying. If we die with him, we will also live with him. If we endure hardship, we will reign with him. Amen. If we deny him, he will deny us. If we are unfaithful, he, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny who he is. Hallelujah. I believe, amen, that we need to understand, we need to come to the place where we understand the greatest gift, the greatest gift that man has received or can receive so far is the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. John 12, 23 to 26, to inherit the blessing from Christ's death and Resurrection, there must be a conscious identification with this death, which means that we must die too. This is the mystery of being born again. Hallelujah. We must die too. I mean, we, we, we got to get to that place, amen, where it's no longer I, but Christ who lives in me. We got to get to that place, amen, that when I die, amen, because Christ died on the cross and, and, I'm, and, and I identify myself with Christ, that means I died. But when I rose up, amen, I didn't rise up me, but I rose up in Christ Jesus. You rose up in Christ Jesus. Therefore, your thinking is not your thinking. Your doing is not your doing. Your way is not your way, amen. But it's the way of Christ Jesus. 
Hallelujah. We got to get to that place, amen, where we understand that if I'm risen with Christ, amen, that there's a responsibility on my part. There's a responsibility on my side, amen, to do what God has called me to do, to live the way God has called me to live, to think and to talk and to act in a manner that identifies with who Christ is. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Because I didn't rise myself up. You didn't raise yourself up. Hallelujah. It was Christ Jesus that pulled us out the miry clay. It was Christ Jesus that healed us of our stinking thinking. It was Jesus, amen, that healed us of mind, body, soul, and spirit. It was Jesus that delivered us when he died on the cross and rose on the third day. The greatest gift that man had received thus far is the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. John 12 and 24 says it like this. I tell you the truth, unless a kernel of wheat is planted in, in the soil and dies, it remains alone. But his death will produce many new kernels, a plentiful harvest of new lives. See, when Christ died, amen, he didn't just die all unto himself. But when he died and rose on the third day, amen, we are the kernel corns. We that receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, amen. Because of his death, we live. Hallelujah. Because of his death, we die that we might live. Can you understand that? My Lord, if he had not died, if he had not rose on the third day, it'd be okay to live any way you want to live. It'd be okay to do whatever you want to do. You can just die and be done, and that's it. You die unto yourself all by yourself. But because Jesus Christ died on the cross, uh, because Jesus Christ rose on the third day, uh, because he is no longer uh, uh, laying in the grave, uh, but at the right hand of the Father, the Bible says, amen, that we that believe have received Jesus Christ as our Lord, hallelujah, that means he leads and he guides uh, and our Savior. That means he has delivered us from all sin, un all unrighteousness. And for therefore we are acceptable, not because of who we are, but because of who he is unto God the Father. My question to you today, amen, are you risen with Christ? Hallelujah. Are you risen unto yourself? Did you wake yourself up this morning? Hallelujah. Did you put your own breath in your body this morning? To put your own strength in your legs this morning? Give your own eyesight and your own ability to hear and to speak? Is it you that did all of this? Or is it the God above all gods? Hallelujah. That has done it for you. My Lord. Are you risen with Christ? Think about it. When you die in Christ... Hallelujah. And you rise in Christ. This is what the Bible says happens. Colossians 3, 4 says our life is hid in Christ. Romans 6, 18 says we're dead to sin and self. That means that you're free from slavery, from the slavery of sin. That means, amen, that you have become slaves to righteous living. Mm -hmm. Romans 6 11 says amen that so you also should consider yourself to be dead to the power of sin and alive to God through Christ Jesus these are the things amen that happen amen these are the things that are transformed in your life when you're risen in Christ Jesus we receive freedom Romans 6 7 for when we died with Christ we were set free from the power of sin 
We were made righteous, Romans 5, 19, because one person disobeyed God, many became sinners. Because one other person obeyed God, many will be made righteous. Romans 6, 18, now you are free from your slavery to sin and you have become slaves to righteous living. When you're risen with Christ, amen, death is no more your master. Romans 6, 9. When we're risen with Christ, we live with Christ. Ephesians 2, 6. When you're risen with Christ, the old man is crucified. Romans 6, 6. So how does this happen when we're risen in Christ? Because you have to make a conscious decision. See, this is not something God's just going to do. These are the things that will happen as you walk in obedience to the word and the will of the living God. And so it says, amen, that we must mortify our members. Go back to our text, amen. Colossians chapter 3, verse 5, it says, mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth. Hallelujah. Fornication, uncleanliness, inordinate affection, evil, covetousness, adultery. It says, oh, these things, amen, hallelujah, are things of the flesh, amen, that will cause us to cause you, amen, to be separated from God the Father. But when you are risen with Christ, amen, then you got to get a made up mind. <laughs> Come on, brother Charles. Huh? You got to get a made up mind. Come on, brother uh, 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 James. Huh? You got to get a made up mind. To mortify means put to death these things in your life. Because just because you get saved, just because you say Jesus Christ, you know, the devil doesn't all of a sudden say, oh, well, he's giving his life to Christ and leave him alone now. No, no, no. The whole purpose of the enemy, amen, is to separate us from God to Father. And these are the things that will separate us from him. So it says, amen, in verse 5, mortify therefore your members. Hallelujah. Until you deal with self. Come on, somebody. Tap yourself until you deal with you. Until I deal with me. Come on now. Mm -hmm. See, God done done his part. Jesus came. He taught. He preached. He died. He rose. Right hand of the Father. He done his part. Now, what am I going to do? I got to mortify my flesh. Mm -hmm. I got to mortify these members, these things in me, amen, hallelujah, that will cause me to separate myself from God the Father. Hallelujah. So until we deal with self, sin will continue to rule in you and me. Until we deal with self, there, there, there will be a continuous uh, struggle with faith in the remembrance, amen, of what the crucifixion of, 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 crucifixion of Christ means until we deal with self. We're not able to come to the cross. We're not able, amen, hallelujah, to receive the blessings of the cross. But when we do deal with self, when we do mortify this flesh, hallelujah, we can begin to become the men of God, the women of God, the church of the living God, He's called us to be. So one of these things that we must mortify, these, these, these things of the flesh, amen, sexual immorality, 1 Corinthians 6, 18, hallelujah, unclean 
uncleanliness, impurity, Ephesians 4.19, lust, inordinate affection, 1 Timothy 6.9, evil desires, hallelujah, greed, covetousness, lying, anger, rage, malice, hallelujah, slander, hallelujah. Filthy language, foul-mouthed abuse. In the name of Jesus, my Lord. Until we begin to deal with these things in our life. Because see, Christ rose from the grave. He gave, he gave us the authority when he rose, hallelujah, to become sons of God. But when we become sons of God, uh, it's not like it's a whitewash and everything becomes peaceful and everything becomes easy and now we can walk in the joy and the peace. No, 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 no. We're in a war. And the first war that we fight is not with the devil of the devil, but the devil within us. Because even though my mind and my spirit said, yes, Lord, my flesh said, I don't think so. And so therefore, amen, because, amen, the flesh is warring against me, the enemy within me. Hallelujah. I got to deal with sexual morality. I got to deal with unclean and impure thoughts, lust, evil desires. But the, but, but the victory is this. I'm, I'm not telling you that as a Christian, you deal with this all the time. But what I'm saying, amen, that these are the things that these are some of the things that we're going to have to fight through. But as we overcome them in Christ Jesus, come on now. As we get the victory in Christ, because he gave us victory. Now, I don't want you thinking, amen, that, well, I'm saved, but I'm still got to deal with all this mess. Yeah, you're saved, but now you got to fight. But now the fight is not yours, but the fight is the Lord's. And now you're walking in victory. You're not fighting by yourself, amen. But sometimes you can't even fight it out. You just got to stand still and see the power and the glory of the Lord, the salvation of God. But you've got to be willing to fight. You can't stand on the sidelines, amen. God is not going to say, okay, I got you. Come on, let's go. No, no, no. He says, I got you, amen. But you've got to hold on to me while I'm holding on to you. Because the devil's not going to let me just walk you through here. He's going to be fighting you. He can't fight me, uh, but he's going to be fighting you. Because he know if he fight me, he's going to lose. Uh, but if he fight you, he might just win. But I'm telling you, amen, even though you're in a battle, uh, even though you're in a war, let me assure you, you already won. Uh, the victory is already yours. Jesus said it like this, uh, because I have overcome the world, uh, so have you. Because I have the victory, so have you. Understand, amen, that the word of God is not about defeat uh, to you that believe, but it's about victory to them that have received. Come on now. My Lord, we're in a war. We've got to mortify our members. We're fighting against this uncleanness, this this ungodliness. Hallelujah. Paul went on to say, Hold up, I shake it. Glory. Thank you, Lord. Paul went on to say in verse 10. Well, let me back it up. Verse 8, he says, But now, say that with me. But now, hallelujah. He also put up all these, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Stop, stop talking like that. Stop acting like that. Stop saying those things. I do that. You do that. I need to stop it. You need to stop it. We can stop it. We have to choose to stop it. You got to get some, I want to, in the name of Jesus. I want to obey God. I want to be what God has called me to be. I want to do what God has called me to do. And then I got to 
do it. So Paul said to put off these things. In verse 9 he said, lie, lie not one to another. Seeing that you have put off the old man and his deeds. With his deeds. I wish I could tell you that it's like a snap of a finger and because you received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, uh, everything just happens. But that's not the way the Lord got it set up. If you want it, it's a free gift, but you got to fight to hold on to it. I have to fight to hold on to it. Either I want to be with, with the Lord hear him say, well done, thou good and faithful servant, or not. So he went on to say, Paul is, as he spoke to the church in Colossians, amen, he sent this epistle to, to encourage them, amen, to help them, hallelujah. He said this, and have put on the new man, verse 10, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. Read that again. Colossians 3 verse 10. And have put on the new man. Which is renewed in knowledge. After the image of him that created him. My Lord. My God. Put on the new man. Have you been risen with Christ? Is Jesus Christ truly your Lord and your Savior? Have you really mortified this flesh? Have you got a made up mind that you'll do whatever you need to do to hold on to the precious gift of salvation? I leave you with this. This life that we have in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. It's a worthy life to live. Hallelujah. So that the world would know that there is one and true living God. And that he loves us enough. That he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on a cross. And that he rose on the third day. He is right now seated at the right hand of the Father. Amen. Interceding on our behalf. That he sent the Holy Spirit, amen, to strengthen and guide us in this life. That we would be without ignorance, without fear, without doubt. And that we would have the power in the name of Jesus to overcome this world. So I remind you again. What is it that you want to hear the Lord say? My prayer is that we will hear him say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over
Hallelujah. For you that are listening right now, amen, on our podcast or maybe you're listening to us on our, our internet radio program, hallelujah. Or maybe you're watching us live on our live stream, I don't know. But I want to say, man, hallelujah, is there anybody today under the sound of my voice that does not know Jesus Christ in the pardoning of their sins? If there is somebody today that says, I'm not risen with Christ Jesus, but you know that you need to be, you know that you want to be, and now that I've given you the reasons to be and how you can be, according to the word of the living God. If that's you today, Where you are right now, I want you to repeat these words after me. Lord Jesus, here I sit, here I stand. I want to receive Jesus Christ, you as my Lord and my Savior. I surrender everything that I have to thee. I believe according to your word that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God and that he did die on a cross but that he rose on the third day. I believe that he's seated at the right hand of the Father and that he's hearing my prayer right now and is interceding on my behalf. Lord God, I believe, hallelujah, that I said this because I confess with my lips, I believe in my heart, and I know in my mind that you are Lord. Receive this prayer today. Help me to be the man of God. Help me to be the woman of God that you called me to be. And Father, I bind up every spirit of doubt, every spirit of unbelief, every spirit of disagreement, Father God, in the name of Jesus that will come against them that are praying right now, to come against them that are calling on your name right now, Father. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I'm praying right now that you would just fill them with the precious Holy Spirit to give them the knowledge, the wisdom, and the power to do what they must do, Father God, to become the men of God, the women of God that you called them to be. Father, in the name of Jesus, I plead the blood of Christ over their places of, of worship, over their homes right now, Father. God on their jobs wherever they may be right now listening to this father God if they're even driving in their car listening on the listening on the radio or the podcast father in the name of Jesus I plead the Holy Ghost right now and I plead the blood of Jesus right now to fill them from the top of their heads to the innermost parts to the very soles of their feet that they become all that you called them to be that they meet their destiny in Christ Jesus that they fulfill the calling upon their lives. If you prayed that prayer with me today and you agreed